Hello, and welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. I am Jacob Fry, your show host and humble servant. I have an unwavering belief that no matter where you are, who you are, what you have, or what the story of your past may hold, you have the ability and inner strength to design and realize your best self tomorrow, if only you will put in the effort today. Thanks for checking back in for episode 9 of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. I do apologize for the week gap in this episode. I took some time off to recharge my personal batteries. Speaking of, the topic this week is resting and recharging for success. I can imagine all the macho high-performing individuals groaning at the thought of resting. And I used to be the same. Who can afford to rest or concern themselves with self-care when there is work to be done? Well, actually, you, myself, and many other high-performers cannot afford to not divulge in proper self-care. As the high-performing individual I believe I am, I have experienced numerous 100-hour work weeks, I have worked nearly a month in a row without weekends off and without proper rest, always naively thinking that I could do it forever. And I'm here to tell you that I promise you it does and will catch up to you. Just like a battery, our mental capacities and physical capacities and even our willpower will decline over time or effort generated. When the day is over, depending on the strenuous activities completed or the lack thereof, your batteries will be at varying levels but they will always be lower than what they were when you started the day. The lower these capacities are, the lower our overall performance and productivity will be. This is unfortunately a law of life. You can use chemicals and caffeine for short-term boosts, but eventually your performance will nosedive. On the flip side, fortunately we humans are super machines and we can literally regenerate energy. Through strong rest and recharge practices, we can raise our battery capacities, enjoy higher levels of energy, and turn our bodies into to lean, mean, high-performing, and focused machines. Before we talk about resting and recharging our batteries, let's talk about different methods we can use to raise our total individual battery capacity. When I say the words battery capacity, I am simply referring to the level of performance we can operate at before peaking and declining in our performance. A handful of years ago, I was in the worst shape of my life. I could barely jog two blocks, I weighed more than 350 pounds, and I slept way, way too much. My physical battery capacity was at an all-time low, and physical activity was not something I enjoyed. My mental battery capacity was equally low, and I was still juggling all the turbulence of life that occurred in my teenage years, and that definitely took its toll. Luckily, the last straw landed on the metaphorical camel's back, and I broke, finally deciding that I would better myself by myself, no matter the cost, and I began attacking the basics, which in the end, I sincerely believed I changed my life by changing my lifestyle. Physically, the most significant change I originally made was to my diet. I dramatically reduced the amount of sugar in my diet. I cut out soda, all forms of candy, and other sweets. I'm sure you know what I mean when I say the words junk food. Junk foods are the items that bring zero nutritional value outside of dead calories, but typically taste really, really good. I dropped all of the junk food. Instead of Pop-Tarts for breakfast, I had plain wheat oats. Instead of McDonald's Big Mac with fries, I had tuna salad. Rather than consume soda or other nonsense, the only liquid I consumed was water. On top of the diet, I bought a bicycle, a cheap bicycle, and began riding it around the neighborhood. Within only a few months of eating better and adding a little low-impact exercise into my daily routine, I could feel the increased capacity in my batteries. 
I could jog a little further before my reserves were depleted. I felt a little stronger and I felt that I looked a little better. These changes in my physical life trickled into my mental life and I made similar changes that improved my mental capacity. Naturally, this led to other improvements and not too much further down the road, I decided to give college a shot. From the start of the improvement journey until today, I have successfully, at least by my own personal standards, transformed my life completely. The moral of that long-winded story was that while our batteries do need recharged, you can also make the decision to swap out yours for an upgrade to lithium-ion if you'll do the work to level up your life. However, that does take some grit and discipline to realize. And for more on grit and discipline, you can check out episode 8 for information on these powerful variables. I'll dive more into physical and mental growth in later episodes. Additionally, you can check out EvolvedAndElevated.com for more information on a 30-day Evolve and Elevate Change Your Life Challenge dropping in August this year. The challenge is designed to help you develop the simple, basic foundation I adopted that transformed my life. If you'll put in the work to transform your physical being, the effort to transform your mind, by attacking the basics and creating a foundation to change your lifestyle today, you will be able to live with abundance all of your remaining days. If you are a high performer, you undoubtedly know how devastating burnout can be to productivity. Athletes also know this well. If you are a marathon runner and have been training at a high level for months, you can feel the impact that a cheat meal or overexhaustion has on your training that day or the next. The following are a handful of variables that must be practiced or maintained on a daily basis in regard to creating and sustaining peak performing physical energy. They are physical activity, proper nutrition, proper rest, and mental self-care. Physical activity is a maintenance requirement to keep high energy levels throughout the day. There is certainly some truth in Newton's law that an object in motion tends to stay in motion. This doesn't need to be the strenuous activity of a super athlete, but it should be consistent and impactful, such as a 30-minute yoga session to wake up the body or a gym visit a few times each week. It may not seem like exercise is a rest or recharge habit, but I assure you that once you start a routine, your energy and vitality levels will thank you. Additionally, no matter what level of fitness you are at, you should research and consider some form of flexibility training. This is extremely important to maintaining a high-performing physique. As you know, you should consult your doctor before beginning any exercise regimen. The next important energy gain, or drain if you do it wrong, is nutrition. The food we consume is quite literally the fuel of our complex machine we call a body. Just like with a car, if you put in dirty gas or try to start up a gas engine with diesel fuel, your car is not going to start or perform very well. As I mentioned before, nutrition is just as much about what you do eat as it is what you do not eat. Brian Tracy suggests this in his book, Million Dollar Habits. He says, Cut out the three white poisons. Remove flour, sugar, and salt from your diet. Doing so will improve your vitality tenfold. So, for a very basic suggestion, remove salt, sugar, flour, and consume only water and pure juices as a liquid. Do these basic and simple suggestions and watch your energy skyrocket and your excess weight melt off, especially so if you're used to a diet that includes all of these items. Let's talk some about mental recharging. Just as the athlete's muscles must recharge regularly, so must a polymath's mental capacity. These recharges are not quite as universal as the physical suggestions outside of rest. 
Most of us cannot operate on little sleep, and the National Sleep Foundation advises that we need between 7 and 9 hours of sleep per night. I personally thrive on 6 or so, and when I get much more than this, I feel extremely groggy the next morning. Find your sweet spot and remain consistent. I really enjoy going to bed around 10 p.m. simply because it is when the business world has mostly ceased operating for the day. Most executives, business entities, etc. are not taking phone calls past 10 p.m. And unless you are up learning or earning, most people up later than this time are not doing value-adding activities. Another practice I have found to be extremely effective in my life is meditation. I aim to meditate once per day and generally do it after my gym session each morning. There are several phenomenal and free meditations available on YouTube that you can use at any time. I have also developed personalized meditations that help me visualize my future desires with more potency. Meditation, at least for myself, gives me a vital disconnect and the amp up to start my day with an open and growth-oriented mindset. For those I coach that are interested in meditation, I have several fill-in-the-blank templates that help personalize meditations for the individual with music suggestions. If you are interested in giving it a shot, please do not hesitate to reach out. There is one final item that I feel is very important to have in each calendar year, and I refer to it as the reboot. At least once or twice a year, it is ideal to sneak in a longer mental reset. This is a week or two in which you shut your system off, your metaphorical system of course, and allow it to update its software and do a full reboot. Do not buy into the creed of the need for high performers or entrepreneurs to skip the reboot, aka vacation time, in effort to achieve their goals or gain market dominance. Your goals and your reign over the market can afford one or two weeks of the 52 for you to rest and reboot your system. The reboots serve several purposes. They can provide strong anticipation in the moment. I will plan a week-long trip somewhere very desirable six months or more in advance. It gives me something to be excited about during the long nights and when working weekends. They also provide a well-deserved disconnect from the never-ceasing mental battles and attention required from high performers and entrepreneurs during their normal day-to-day -day operations. Many of you know exactly what I mean when I say you start your morning with a fire extinguisher. A week of truly disconnecting and not worrying about results, KPIs, or anything else related to performance is worth its weight in gold, if it had weight, of course. But only if you truly disconnect. You are honestly charging your batteries with low voltage if you spend your reboot thinking about the office or surfing email. But, Jake, I have a business to run and I can't just leave it for a week. That's a good point, and that is why you must implement controls to ensure continuity. Here are a handful of suggestions I have had success with. 1. Assign someone executive duties while you're out. Someone you trust and that you have prepared for what you can predict or anticipate in the coming week. 2. Plan out the week in advance. If you write a blog or do some other type of work that you can prepare in advance, write out your next week in advance. Set it to publish to your site when desired or set the work aside for someone else to take care of you when the time comes around. 3. Let other stakeholders know you will be away and ensure your customers and other important individuals know who to contact in your absence. Set up your out-of-office email and voicemail with applicable info. 4. Have a 911 contact method. If your family or acting executive officer has an issue that they absolutely need you for, this is the, quote, 
bat phone, unquote, for that purpose. A pager, WhatsApp, it doesn't matter the method. Just make sure there is a communication channel into which someone can reach you if they absolutely need you. And number five, enjoy yourself. It's playtime. We've covered quite a bit here. Let's jump into a Who Did It Best segment, Recharging with Tom Rath. Tom is a consultant and author in the realm of individual strengths, well-being, as well as employee engagements. One of his books titled, Are You Fully Charged? The Three Keys to Energizing Your Work and Life, is a valuable read on evaluating and improving your personal capacities. Tom suggests putting focus on deep personal motivation and personal meaning rather than external motivations. For example, my personal motivation is to seek enlightenment and improve my life while using my life experiences to help others do the same. This motive is much more powerful than an external motivator such as money or prestige for myself. You will certainly dig much deeper and push yourself infinitely further when focused on internal motivation versus an external motivation. A couple of my favorite quotes from Tom is, quote, the key to human development is building on who you already are, unquote. And, quote, from cradle to cubicle, we devote more time to our shortcomings than to our strengths, unquote. Consider looking into Tom's works and focus on your strengths. Let's briefly do an episode recap. We each have capacities or ceilings in regard to our physical and mental capability. We increase or decrease these ceilings based on our lifestyle and actions day to day. You simply cannot expect to run a marathon after spending six months with fast food in your couch. Just like I couldn't run more than a couple blocks before passing out several years ago and had very low battery capacity in the realm of physical performance. If you put in the effort, you can undoubtedly improve your capacity with time. Each day, we deplete our energy or capacity reserves and must recharge our metaphorical, physical, and mental batteries. Physical energy requires self-care and continual maintenance to remain at peak levels. Eat well, exercise regularly, and stretch often. As Brian Tracy suggests, and I also endorse, cut out the three white poisons. No sugar, no flour, and no salt. Mental energy requires regular rest and recharging. Ensure you get enough sleep, consider meditation, and reboot your system annually. The National Sleep Foundation suggests 7 to 9 hours of sleep. I personally thrive on 6, from 10 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. Find your comfort zone and stay consistent with your hours of which you reserve for sleep. Meditation is a popular mindset reset for many high performers. Consider researching breathing techniques or listening to a YouTube video designed for beginning meditation. There are a handful of links in the description to some of these that I have enjoyed. Additionally, if you're interested in personalized meditations, consider joining the Evolved and Elevating Coaching Program. Plan your annual vacation and reboot as far in advance as you can. Pay for it to ensure you will not let yourself out of it, as you're much more likely to commit if you commit funds. When your reboot arrives, develop a plan to control the factors that could potentially disrupt your well-deserved time off. No office at the beach. As Tom Rath suggests, focus on your internal motivations, not your external motivations. That is an excellent life tip. Check back next week for the last episode of this season, episode 10, The Value of Future Proofing and Investing in Yourself. This is Jake. Signing off. And remember, when things are looking down, you always have the choice to stay up.